Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's the vibe, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Running Off the Screen. I am the man they call Mac. This episode, I would like to do a brief off-season wish list uh, for the Raptors. And I'm curious to see what direction you guys feel the team should take this off-season. And despite how the season ended for our squad, there are tons, or there is tons of hope and optimism for the future. When we're talking about a development season, Uh, I believe the main goal for a front office is to build a new identity in the construction of the roster. And it's not very often where a retooling team gains much success in executing that new identity while technically being in their first stage. And considering the Raptors finished the regular season just two wins away from a 50-win season, with all the obstacles we were faced with, that kind of validates our optimism. Now, it took me a while to understand the vision Masai and Bobby were trying to establish. And when the Raptors made sure to double down and select two tall, versatile playmakers in this past draft in Rookie of the Year, Scotty Barnes and homegrown prospect Delano Banton, my immediate reaction, other than I told you so, was... They have been in the hunt for a young, tall, dynamic playmaker for about three, four years now, and they finally got their guys. And I say three, four years because back in 2018, around the draft, we were rumored to be exploring trade-up options for Shea Gilgis-Alexander. In 2020, the same was said surrounding LaMelo Ball, and in 2021, Josh Giddey and Lonzo Ball's name were also thrown out there in the rumor mill as well. Nonetheless, rumors are rumors, and the Raptors are not prone to leaked information. I just find it interesting these players more or less provide similar skill sets. Now, the plus side in all of this is unlike the guards I mentioned, Scotty Barnes is not only a versatile player offensively, He arguably has the most potential when you're talking about the defensive side as well in his draft class at that. Now, due to his size, obviously, his athleticism, physicality, his heart, and IQ. And with credit to his hard work and passion for the game, he solidified himself as a huge puzzle piece in Nick Nurse's playbook. The problem now with that playbook is there are a few missing pieces before we can realistically consider ourselves a championship contender. We can agree that the Raptors offseason needs are exactly what they were at the beginning of the season and everything that we've been complaining about, shooting off the bench 
and just getting a legitimate big. You know, trades, free agency, the draft are the avenues we need to take to better our roster, but I'll save the draft talk for another episode. Okay, so wish list item number one. Shooting, or I should I would rephrase it as scoring off the bench because shooting is shooting, but we need players who can break down defenders off the dribble. We need players that are three-level scorers. We can't just have a bunch of spot-up shooters. After a while, it'd be pretty easy to scheme against that. We just need more dynamic uh, scorers off the bench. And I say that as the immediate need over a center because if we're thinking about it, we were last in the league in three-point makes. We were last in the league in three-point attempts. We were last in the league in uh, three-point percentage. Second last in free throw percentage off the bench and we were last in points and assists. Now outside of the percentage numbers You can kind of chalk that up to Nick Nurse just barely using his bench So they didn't have enough time to give you the stats you need to validate them Uh, But even so we don't have a legitimate offensive weapon that can back up our either guard spot like the backup point or the backup two guard now I'm all I'm all for internal growth and I hope I'm wrong with what I'm about to say. I don't know if Malachi can develop into that consistent spark off the bench for us. Now he's a small guard who doesn't play aggressive or with any grit and those type of players kind of struggle to hold a re- rotation spot in this league. All the productive guards you can think of in the NBA that stand 6-1 and under, they have this certain toughness to them. You know, that this fire, this, this chip on their shoulder they play with. And unfortunately, I haven't seen that from Malachi when he touched the court this season. This is a, like a weak, pretty weak, I should say, free agent class. So that could offer Flynn another season to prove himself uh, if we avoid taking a guard. In the draft, that is. Now, free agent options. My main free agent option, I think the Raptors should take a look at. Now, it there's so many names I could throw out there. I'll just give you one, and I'll leave it open for you guys to comment any other names you feel are worth us bringing in to our program. So, the name I want to throw out there is Malik Monk. He just played 76 games for the Lakers. Uh, average what 14 points, three rebounds, three assists. I think he shot 47 from the field, 39 from three. Uh, I think a bit under 80% from the free throw line. And I believe we can mold him into like uh, a Lou Williams, Jordan Clarkson type scorer off the bench. He has shown the ability to attack and finish at the rim. And he also has had a respectable efficiency at the three-point line each of his past two seasons. I actually wanted us to pick him up last off season. So an an acquisition like this wouldn't hurt and he's still very young and can grow with our other young players or young pieces, I should say. I think he's still 24, if I'm not mistaken. Now that's the only, that's the main free agent piece I think we could bring in. Other names you could throw out there is Dante DiVincenzo, uh, Victor Oladipo, I, I don't know. There's maybe some G-leaguers out there. I don't know who <laughs> can 
can provide a spark off the bench. But I'll keep it at Malik Monk and leave the leave the door open for you guys to bring in your your takes. Now trade targets. Trade, trade, trade. A trade target I think we should t- consider is Bogdan Bogdanovich. Now he started 27 out of 63 games, averaged a pretty respectable 15, four and three. He shot 43 from the field, 37 from three. It's solid, but he he can he can become a three level scorer for us. Uh, I could see him as like our poor man's Tyler Hero if we brought him in. Now his salary is 18 mil, so that's something we'd kind of have to try and maneuver around. But we could definitely make the space. I know we have. Thad Young's contract coming off the books. You got Boucher's coming off. Um, you add some pieces. You can move to free up even more space for us. But I think it's a, I think it's a valuable piece. He would create a lot of contribution to our roster. So the Hawks, they could be looking to move some salaries. You know, with Kevin Herter's and Trey Young's uh, extensions kicking in next season. Though, if I could recall. Gallinari has a partial guarantee on his deal. Uh, I think it's 20 million he has, but it's 5 million guaranteed. So they can cut him to save them some cap. Even still, they need to shake up their roster. And I'm sure anyone not named Trey Young and maybe DeAndre Hunter, other than those two names, think everything's in play. Another name I think we should consider bringing in through a trade is Kobe White. Now, he started 17 out of 61 games for the Chicago Bulls. He had off-season shoulder surgery, I believe, uh, but he didn't seem to hinder him too much because he shot 39% from three, uh, uh, 43 from the field. Not the greatest, but still, this guy's coming off the bench. He's a three-level scorer. He's a spot-up shooter. Uh, A lot of his threes come off of assists, so you know he's ready to gun when he has a chance. The guard rotation in Chicago looks a bit crowded if we think that Zach Levine's going to return and then Lonzo Ball returns and you have Caruso and Io in the mix. They could, and also, sorry, they're looking pretty thin at that forward spot too. So all those guards, not a lot of forwards. Someone has to go and Kobe White seems like the odd man out to me. If we can kind of package maybe Kem Birch, a couple second round picks, get Kobe White to be our scorer off the bench combo guard, I consider that a low risk move and I think it would be very beneficial for us. But let me know what you guys think. And the other item, of course, is size at the center spot. In my opinion, there are only like two dominant true centers in the league. Embiid and Jokic now with that said the center we acquired does not have to be a consistent rotational piece just an end of bench chess piece to replace Yuda Shviz or even Bonga's roster spot because the path to playing time for those players seems like it's going to be tough to come by regardless and it, it seems like giving Nick Nurse another chess piece when he looks down on the bench if we're getting killed on the boards. Just giving him a seven-footer out there would be great a great thing for him to have. So the player I think we should consider is Bull Bull. 
I know he is a restricted free agent with the Magic. But if a scenario presents itself where Mo Bamba returns to Orlando, I could see them being less willing to bring back Bo Bo on a deal or a long-term deal or whatnot. And if I think they're keeping Bo Bo as insurance for if Bamba leaves. So it, let's just say Bamba resigns with Orlando. I, Bo Bo could be on the table for anyone who wants to swoop in and sign him. He's not the best weight-wise, but he has the height and the wingspan to become an effective rim protector and rebounder. He's also a lob threat, and he has, he has shown the ability to push the ball up the court. And it would be a nice addition to the to the versatile scheme that we're running. He can do a little bit of everything on the court, and he just looks like a demigod. Seven-foot lanky, has a good handle, shot blocker, could shoot the three shoots a pull-up three we shall see how he progressed from his foot surgery and i question why mike malone never played him or gave him a shot it could be character issues or whatever but signing him to a sort of a prove it deal is a low risk high reward move i think we should entertain another name that's out there is moses brown Fate must bring us to this point. <laughs> we spent all season trying to manifest this move for whatever reason. Our front office just didn't get it done when he when he became available. I guess we were all in on the 6-8 experiment and want to give it a full season of game tape to review. But now we saw that experiment through. It's time to bring in a 7-footer who can move around the court decently can be a lob threat, protect the rim. But let me know what names you guys uh, see out there that you think would be a good fit. And let me know two roster moves you would like done this offseason for the Raptors. Until next time, please remember to like, subscribe, and raise the vibe. Peace.